The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Fascinating interviews and compelling conversations. Be present the Diane Ray Show. Thanks for tuning in to my conversation today. I'm always very grateful whenever I get uh, downloads. (laughs) So I look on my stats and I'm like, wow, people are listening to our conversation. So I'm always very grateful when you stop by. You have a lot of choices out there with podcasts. Believe me, I know there's millions out there. So thanks for joining the conversation today. And if you like the conversation, you like what I'm talking about, uh, spirituality, inspiration, I mean, whatever I seem to kind of throw out there, definitely check out the other podcasts that we have on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and see if there's some other people that might speak to you because we have some incredible people on our network. So I would really appreciate that you do that. And of course, always uh, follow and check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. So today I'm really excited about the conversation. I don't know where it will go, but we're going to be talking about angels. And I'm catching up with a modern day Irish mystic today, Lorna Byrne. And we're going to check in with her about angels. Now, Lorna has been seeing and talking to angels since she was a baby. And she's the author of seven best-selling books, including Angels in My Hair, The True Story of a Modern-Day Irish Mystic. And she's devoted to reminding humanity of the spiritual potential that resides within every one of us. And I really want to dig into that because, you know, I don't know about you, but my, my faith has been flagging. So I'm really, I'm hoping to get a little dose of it today when we talk to Lorna. So today she's going to tell us about the physical sight of the unseen world of angels. We'll get into that and other spiritual beings that she sees, how they guide and teach us every second of every day. And also about the sanctuary, her center in Ireland that she's going to be opening up uh, next year. So Lorna, thank you so much for joining me uh, from Ireland today. I'm here in California. So I'm happy to make this kind of global connection. I'm kind of reaching out to, to shake your hand. (laughs) Um, I I have to say thank you very much and it's lovely to be able to see you and hear you and and to know that there's people from around the world and in America you know tuned in and listening and I I always think that is so incredible the way we have such in you know the technology in a sense is what would I say it's it's kind of connected to us and and again we just need to you know, connect to the spiritual side of ourselves in the same in the same way. 
Yes, I agree. And that's what I hope to do with a lot of the conversations that I have on this podcast. And like I said at the beginning, I'm always amazed if I see that there's downloads and people are are listening, but they are, you know, I think people really yearn for that connection and they, and they really want to talk to other people that are interested in these kind of topics too. So that's why it's so great to have you on to talk about angels because uh, I, I love that subject. Um, I really want to see one. I'm, I'm, I've always got my eye out, but I do think that they're there and they're working with us and they're working in our lives. Um, I, I kind of confessed a little bit at the, the beginning of our talk today that personally, I'm having a hard time, you know, right now, believing that they're around. Things seem really dire. I, I usually feel that I have a good amount of faith, but I, I think that it's been lacking. I'm sure a lot of people that you talk to are feeling the same way. And I guess maybe we could start there. Like, how can we, if normally we consider ourselves people that want to believe in, in a, a spiritual world and really grow that and grow that connection within ourselves, but sometimes we feel that it's really flagging, you know, what can we I, do? Yeah, I, I know in the world today, um, it's, it's flagging. I love that word you're using, but I think we just have to have faith because all of the time. I'm hearing from people as well, you know, that they have got through something and and without, you know, the, they're saying if, if they hadn't believed in the guardian angel and didn't have that faith or, or believe in God and that spiritual side, they believed they wouldn't have had the strength. And I know it's hard today, you know, because what would I say? The, the world is in an upheaval. You know, it's, it's, it's in chaos. But it's not in chaos in, in a completely negative way. And um, the angels have always tell me we will get through this. This is a change. And, and I suppose the negativity is in a sense that we don't want to change. You know, we, we want to stay in our comfy corner and we don't want to really think about others or nature or, or in a sense, the spiritual part of us. But we have to change. And, and I know we will. I know one of the futures God had showed me was that we had made this planet. So I know we can save it. I know we can bring it back to its glory in, in, that, in that way. Because I was shown where our planet was, oh, just incredible. All water was crystal blue, you know, clear. There was no pollution. Um, everything grew and it was like there was no shortage of food or anything. But the lovely thing was that we were so connected to nature as well, you know, spiritually and and spiritually to each other. Um, sometimes it's, it's hard to find words to put that in um, and just to see, you know, what would I say, the care and the love the human being had. We had changed, you know, spiritually. We had recognized that we have a guardian angel and that we have a soul. We're not just a human being, we're a spiritual being as well. And and I know I've always told this little story, but it's 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 where, you know, a mother is going out to do something and she turns around because her child is, you know, sitting on the floor playing with something and says, 
to the child's guardian angel, I'm going out for a few minutes, keep an eye on my little one, you know, and, and I love that because that's showing that that mother could see the child's guardian angel physically. So I hope one day soon, maybe after the show, you will get a glimpse of your guardian angel and, and you will get back faith and belief yourself. And, and I know because of everything that's going on, we're kind of scared. We're afraid. We are. There's a lot of fear and I, and I feel it. And I look around and I see the desperation around me. Um, you know, homelessness is a big problem here in California. I see a lot of people in need, desperate and fearful. And so I, I, I want to believe that we can get to that spiritual place within all of us. And I do think that there is a, a force and, and there's things that we can't see that are working behind the scenes to, you know, kind of move things forward. And I love the description that you just had of, you know, we can get back to the earth with the clear water and everything else. I mean, do you think that what we're going through now, like with the pandemic and everything else, one thing that I heard um, over that period, like when we had to stop, and I know in Europe, they really locked things down they much did. more so than they did here in a lot of places in the States, but that the, the earth kind of had a chance to really reset a little bit you know, the air got a little clearer, birds came back. I mean, do you think that was like a little wake up call for us, you know, spiritually? Spiritually, yes, I, I do. Because, you know, I'm living here in the old farmhouse. And, you know, there's a lane that goes up through the fields. And during that time, you saw so many families and, you know, elderly people out walking and everyone getting to know their neighbor. And, and one thing that was so lovely, you know, sometimes I would just glance out the window and I would see, you know, the guardian angel of the people in the lane. But then to see, you know, they greet each other and, and having respect. And it was lovely to see them saying hello to each other, but keeping the distance. And they're right. standing <laughs> there and having this great chat you know, that's one thing I've heard from so many people, not just here in Ireland, but in different parts of the world, that they got to know their neighbours, you know, and, and they got to, you know, give a, a helping hand where it was needed. They didn't think twice about it or they didn't think of themselves. Um, and I, I think that has been a big change for a lot of us. You know, and then I, I, of course, I have heard of, of those that were so lonely because the restrictions were more severe. You know, they weren't allowed out of, say, their apartment, you know, the, the one room or the two, two little rooms. And they only could go out at a certain time of day and, and go for, you know, a short walk, not a long walk and back in again, you know. And, and then I, I, I've heard where, you know, so many people lost, lost loved ones as well, you know. Um, and any time here where I live, where, where that happened, it was lovely to see all the neighbours, even if they didn't know the person, pouring out to give sympathy and, and love, you know. And that is growing spiritually no matter how hard it is, 
you know, it's it's stirring our compassion or our emotions in that way. And that is, you know, in a sense, what spiritual spirituality is. It's it's not being anger or it's it's not hating, it's it's not, you know, being greedy, it's it's reaching out to others and nature and and doing the best we possibly can and doing as many right things that we can. You know, and I know sometimes we can't, and that's okay. And it's like even to embrace the person and love the person that maybe you're fearful of and you're angry with because you see them, you know, doing things that are, are wrong, that are, are putting fear into everyone else. You have to love them too. Right, right. And I'm seeing a lot of division here where we really need to hear that message, what you're sharing. Because there's a lot of hatred of the other, the other one that's different from us, you know, here in the States, keep these people out. You know, there's a lot of talk about that. We don't want immigration. Um, so it seems like we're more, we're more divided than ever. And there's more of that fear when we really should look at some of your simple messages, like some that you shared in the book, every person has a soul. You know, I even try to use that exercise myself when I'm confronted with someone that I, I really don't like, you know, I don't agree with anything they say, we're totally different in every way, but you try to see them from a soul perspective, right? And do you think that's something we should really try to, to practice more is yes, I, look I at that part of the person? Yes, I definitely do. And I, I think, you know, the first thing is to you know, give yourself a chance, become conscious that you have a soul yourself and it's it's glowing, it's full of love, that you have such an abundance of love that you can never run short of it. And the person you're angry or or hating or annoyed with or, you know, you just don't like them, just recognize that they're they're not a human, they're not just a human being. They're a spiritual being as well, and they have this soul, and their their soul is identical to yours. It's pure love, you know, and and that they have a guardian angel. I know somewhere in one of the books, I don't know, was in Angels in My Hair. You know, I I spoke about you know people being being murdered or or shot, you know, um, because we had a lot of that up in Northern Ireland. And I always remember, it doesn't always happen very often, but but seeing this happening, you know, and and then seeing the soul of the two people that that died in in a shooting, you know, rise up with their guardian angel, actually in love, not in hate or anger of what happened. And I often say to God, why can't everyone see what I see? is physically as I see it. But I do believe we're getting there. I do believe, even though there's great fear now and and people are saying, well, I'm losing my faith. I, you know, I'm I'm doubtful. You know, what's the meaning of life? You know, we, we say so much, but life is precious. You know, we, we forget to look at all the gifts you have because you take them for granted. We're talking here together. That's a gift that we can talk. There's yes. millions of people who can't. 
you know, you're wearing glasses and I'm not, but we both can see. And it is in a sense that that's another gift. And, and when we're outside or looking at someone, you know, that you dislike because of their differences. Remember, you have loads of differences. And try and, and allow yourself not to look at them, but to see them. And, and to allow yourself to see that light, that love. And why maybe they are acting in the way they're acting, you know, um, because they're hurt too. I, I know in America, you know, it's the gateway. And I have written about that in, in another book, I think. You know, the gateway to us, you know, changing. Like every time I go to America and as soon as I step off the plane, I feel that energy it is just incredible. You know, um, it's completely different than anywhere in the world. And America, the people of America have, you know, a huge thing to play for the future of the world. And I would love them, love you all to remember that and to remember um, I'm always being the angels have always reminded me, say it, Lorna, you are all Americans. It doesn't matter what differences you have. You're all Americans. And it's like as if you forget that. Yes. You are a new nation. You know, you're just growing. You need to accept each other and embrace each other and and just grow, grow in unity and, and love and and you know allow that gateway to get enormous in that sense, you know, and what would I say? Step through it, you know, that, go that's in, interesting. in and out, you know. So do you really feel that um, here in the States, because we are such a melting pot that it is kind of a, a, a special place or you described it as a gateway and the energy that you feel, I I'm, I'm curious what that feels like. Would it be comparable to like, have you ever been to Vegas, Las Vegas? Um, I don't think I have been to Las Vegas, but I have been to, I'm dyslexic, so I'm hopeless and I can't really read. You know, so I hope, but I have been in, in many states in America. Well, I'm, I'm just um, trying to compare the energy because I'm sure you've seen on movies or tele, or TV Las yeah. Vegas, lots of lights and energy. And because and, I, I feel like that whenever I go to Las Vegas, sometimes it's overwhelming. So I'm trying to imagine that same feeling of all the energy of all that people, all those different people that you must feel when you, when you come here and how we can harness that, I guess, for for the betterment of everybody. But I, I believe Americans can. You know, you're, you're the new, na new nation. You have, you know, been called from all over the world. Just think about it. You know, it's a responsibility that I think people don't realize that other, uh, other countries, other nations around the world could be looking at, at this, the great experiment, I guess it's been called sometimes with with our government democracy and all that you know what's going on over here but I, but i like that message of you know every person has a soul every person has a guardian angel we're not so different from each other and so we really have to break that down so i want to ask you about that since we're kind of talking about 
you know, what we're dealing with today, um, those energies, the division, the divisiveness that people are feeling. There was a chapter in your book that was really interesting. I reread it before we spoke in Angels in My Hair, and it's called Satan at the Gate. And you describe coming face to face with evil. And I, I guess I was, I mean, I was brought up Catholic, but as I've gotten older, I've always thought more the idea of Satan was a human construct, right? Like we made this up so that pe- to control people, to fear them. So they fear being punished by Satan. But your description in the book is a little different. It's more like a force. It's not a, a guy with the goat head and horns and the tail and all of that. That's probably what people have made up. But I guess I was trying to imagine, I mean, I do believe that there is, there's got to be some force that drives people to do evil things. I guess there, you know, there's mental illness too, but I guess, what are your beliefs on, on that existence of that kind of force and how we can fight that or deal with it? Well, the, the way I, I would explain that to you, you know, I, I know religions and, and different groups will say, you know, your, your soul gets marked when you sin or when you do something wrong, but your soul can't get marked because your soul is that spark of light of God. You can't, you can't stay in God. Let's put it in that human way. Um, and it is, I, I love the way you said you felt it was the human part. It is the human part of us that do, you know, all the wrong things that have that anger and hate. And it is if, if we allow that intertwining between the human body and soul, that will disappear. You know, and that's to, to happen. I know I have written about that as well. Um, how would I say, I love God and I love all the angels, but I have love for the negative as well. You know, one thing God and the angels have taught me is, is to love everyone and everything. And again, that's why my faith was being tested. You know, I, I, I had to feel, you know, the negative, the badness in every single way. And it was very scary. And having God there as well, you know, gave me the courage and the strength and, and the faith as well you know um, and and I did it you know it sounded scary when I read it (laughs) yeah it was very scary and I put it gentle you know but it was like when when I, I realized in that moment you know that God is there you know really there and and I can trust and have faith and know that I'm safe it's it's okay in that in that way so i i suppose with all our differences again we have to remember even the most evil person in the world that we may believe ourselves has a soul and a guardian angel and and you have to ask the question why is that person so evil why do they hurt others and, and you have to have compassion as well, because usually you do find out that, you know, it can be mental illness, but it can be that men- mental illness could have been caused by trauma, you know, that you don't even know about. 
And I think we all suffer in that way at different times in, in our lives. But a lot of us, 99.9%, I would say, you know, we come through it and we don't have that anger and that hate and, and we don't want to destroy. So I think we have to remember that positiveness as well and, and to know that that our soul is there and that intertwining is going to happen in the future. You right. know, we just ask God, please let it happen soon or start to happen. And I, I believe it is because even in all of this upheaval that we have in the world, there's so much good going on. You know, even in, in places where there's war and, and even where the big football match is going to be in Iran, I, I'm no good for the names of countries, you know, but they're accepting the differences of people and they're asking for people to come over and enjoy the football. Right, you know, right. That way. And, and then when you hear stories from the Ukraine where, you know, the Ukrainian soldiers, you know, help the Russian soldiers, you know, allow them to make phone calls or, you know, when one surrenders, they allow them to, to surrender, you know, and that's showing love and that's showing forgiveness and compassion. So we have to learn from each other. And in America, I know there's lots of love there and lots of compassion. And I, I know spiritually you will do it because I've been shown America is the gateway to the future. That's you know, interesting to get your perspective. Like that to me, that is that is incredible. And I always remember asking God as a child, why are you saying that? You know, I, I didn't even understand where America was or, or or who Americans were. You know, I I I didn't understand. And he just said, Lorna, you see every day the American gathering angels even in your own country, you know, and he just said, they are all being brought together to be a new nation. So be a new, good, positive, loving, caring, and change the world for the better. And I, I suppose we have to remember, it's not all about material things. We need our comfort. We need food, clothes. We need to be happy and full of joy. We need to you know, have love and experiment in life itself. But again, some of the futures I was shown was where that intertwining happened between the human body and the soul. And there's no more illness anymore. You don't get sick. You grow, but how would I say? Um, you, you, it's, it's like, you know, when you get old, your bones get achy, but that doesn't happen. You know, in, in, in that way, you don't you don't get sick. And just seeing children, like we think we have learned so much, but seeing children of the future, you know, cross the river without a bridge. Like I'm only giving a little glimpse of the incredible things that we don't even know of at the moment. But we have to, in a sense, grow spiritually. And it doesn't matter what religion you are. You know, those, those faiths 
at some stage we'll all come together. I use the words under the one um, umbrella. Right. In, in that way. And I better stop talking. <laughs> no, it's in, it's interesting to hear hear your perspective and and it's it's a great vision for what we hope is possible. And I think it all kind of just goes back to what you were saying earlier to just recognize every person has a soul, every person has a guardian angel, even though we we may not believe that. And even if even if we don't believe it, right? I mean, yeah. you still see it. I mean, and I do think with the, you know, the evil in the world, good and evil, don't you think they, they kind of have to coexist? Like one cannot exist without the other, in a sense? Well, I, I, I think what will happen in, in the end, you know, when the intertwining happens, that is, you know, the negative, the evil, as, as we call it, being loved and changing and it will change then yeah. if, if yeah. we're able to get to that point i mean i hope that i'd be able to see glimpses of that i'll, I'll keep i'll keep my eye out so i wanted to ask you an, a, another question um you know people i don't know how people feel in ireland or in the uk maybe they don't have such a fear of death as people do here in the states would you say that's true or um, that's a lovely question. That's something I haven't been asked before in that in that way. I, I think um, lots of us do have fear of death, you know, yes. in, in that in that way. And, and I would say we shouldn't have either, but we're not meant to die until it's your time. So I would always say to even those that may be thinking of committing suicide or giving up on life, you are precious. You are unique and you do have a beautiful soul and you have a guardian angel and you're needed in this world. Every human being is needed. You know, we we all have our, what would you say, our journey or, or our path. You know, each and every one of us affects another. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. I think that's true. We do every, everything, everyone you touch or encounters that you have doing the, during the day have that ripple effect. I guess I was curious because there's been around me, a, a good friend lost uh, a daughter to childhood cancer. She was only nine or 10. And I just see that people, it, it seems more so in the States are really afraid to talk about death. A lot of people, they don't talk to their parents about their wishes, what they want, even though it's a natural, inevitable part of life, right? It seems like other, other countries and other, uh, you know, people with different belief systems, they seem more comfortable with it. Like in India, they have these big pyres and they, they have cremations out in the public, right? And it's normal yeah. part of life. But here in the States, we're so afraid to talk about it. And it seems like the medical profession too, they really try to keep you alive no matter what, even when it would be probably better for the person to have a better, wouldn't you rather have a, a peaceful ending? 
than some horrible prolonging of effect of your life that's you know painful. I just see a lot of people here that struggle with that part of life. Well, I I, I think that's something that we we have to start to talk more openly, and we have to talk about that, and 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 even to to say you know that man that lost his little daughter. You know, it's a human body that is dead. It's it's a human body that got sick, but she had this soul, that spark of life. She's very much alive, you know, and she's gone to heaven. And and I know with her guardian angel, but I know she's back there with her dad and her family and helping them through the grief. But again, they need to talk about it as well, talk about what happened and allow themselves to feel and to hear her and and to know that she's okay, she's happy, she's free, you know, free from the human body that, and and all our human bodies get sick. That's the part of us that is not perfect. You know, the soul soul is perfect and, and the soul has every essence of that little girl or or your loved one. You know, I hear stories from so many people, you know, saying, you know, they got signs from their loved one. They know it was their loved one or they heard or a mother or father saying they heard their little one calling them and how that helped them through grief. Or, Or a husband saying, you know, the soul of my wife helped me gave me the courage, gave me so many signs every day. I could feel her presence. And and now, even though I miss her, I know she's okay. She wants me to live life. So I am starting to go out again and, you know, do the garden and, and talk and smile and laugh. And knowing that she's there with me from time to time, smiling and laughing as well. And so to be we open do- to that, right? To to yeah. be open to feeling that presence. Do you, th- I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, mediums, um, you know, demonstrate and, and do what they do. And I see a lot of people, and when I worked for Hay House Publishing, I was there for 11 years. And so I went to all of the events. And what, what you're saying is in- so interesting to me, because people always wanted that comfort of knowing that is my loved one okay? Like they were really worried that that, yeah. that you would take your human suffering into your next existence. And no. I, I always thought that's so crazy. Why would you think that that person's continuing to suffer? But it was such a burden on these people. They really wanted to feel that their loved one was, was somewhere else. So it, it's beautiful, the, me- the message that you're sharing. And the other thing is people seem to really be angry that there is no justice in what it, what had happened, that it's not fair. And how do you think people should handle that? I, I know, I know that's really hard, especially when somebody's murdered or, or there has been a car crash and, you know, in, in all of that way. And because we are suffering with our loss, our grief and everything, we're taking out the anger you know, we want justice for it. But sometimes it's only an accident. Sometimes it was their time to go. And I know that's the hardest part. Like, you know, I could tell you many stories, you know, where 
there was an accident and, you know, the police done and the medics, everything possible to keep the person alive. But they knew if they moved them, they would die instantly just to get the family there to say goodbye in that in that way. And sometimes that can tear a family apart, you know, or, you know, a fishing accident, somebody drowning or or a child drowning or or even even a a young person committing suicide you know there can be so much anger and hate you know overlooking for the justice for that as well and I, I suppose we have to but I think we have to still keep love and compassion as well you know yes. and because we can go overboard we can become the monster then, you know, and, and your loved one who has passed doesn't want that. You know, do, you, because... do you think that sometimes we should just accept that we're not going to understand rather than, you know, we're, I think we always try to figure, want to figure it out. Why did this happen? This isn't fair. It shouldn't be this way. And sometimes should we just accept that? Um, I I do agree with you there. Like you know, we we find it really really hard. It's it's like even my husband Joe. Like I I could have the same bitterness and anger, and and I could be screaming. You know, why did it have to be him? You know, to suffer the way he did for all those years before he died, or a parent could be saying, you know, why did it have to be my daughter or my son? or my mother, or my father, why couldn't it have been someone else's? You know, we all, we all say that, and, and we're all searching, saying why, but one thing we must remember, how will I say this? <laughs> um, from the morning, from the moment you're born, I know when you look at a baby, it's, it's young and it's growing and everything like that, but from that moment, your human body is dying as well. And, and we have to accept at this time, you know, that the human body is going to die at some stage. And, and we should be cherishing and loving those that are in our lives, even when we have a row with them or, or we scream at them and say, you know, oh, I hate you. I don't like you because we're not getting our own way or something. You know, but we should come back and forgive each other and embrace each other because life is precious. You know, again, that would be one thing I would hear from so many people. I had a row with them. I had a row with my friend and she died that night in a car crash or or something happened or I wouldn't talk to my dad for years and now he's gone. You know, so don't wait Go and tell everyone you love them. You know, I, I always remember doing an interview somewhere in the world and I spoke about that, you know, to tell your mom you love them, your dad, your brothers and sisters, those that are close to you. And the interviewer that had asked me that question was seemingly in tears because I had said sometimes, you know, our parents have never told us they love us or they haven't hugged us. And that was the case with her. And I had said to everyone, you know, when you leave here, 
if your parent or your, or your brother or sister is in another part of the world, give them a call and tell them you love, you love them. And she did. And she said, she told me later, and this is how I know the story, and I'm skipping loads of it. She said, I heard silence. And she said, I just heard silence and the minutes seemed to pass. And then I heard my mom gulping, you know, the tears coming. And, and she's saying, I love you too. I've always loved you. And, and you have to remember, you know, sometimes someone is brought up and love is not shown. You know, they're not embraced, they're not told they're loved. Um, they're not hugged in any way. So they don't know how to do it. So I tell parents, you should allow your children to see mommy and daddy hugging each other. You should hug your children. You should tell them you love them. Even though you're giving out to them for being bold, you still love them. You know, we, we have to show more, the adults have to show more love to the children coming up because I think that's where love is lacking. I have met many children at talks and um, and they with their parents. And when I hugged them, it was the first hug they had. That, that's they, so they, heartbreaking. It, that is heartbreaking. And, and then I'd have to talk to the parents and then get them to hug each other and to hug the child. You know, and they all loved each other, but they were they couldn't show it to show their love so don't be afraid to that's show such it. a great message and i just i think back to my own family that were not very demonstrative in that way only as we got a little older then you know we would start to say it and even now with my siblings my my parents are gone and i you know it's still difficult you know it's hard to say i love you uh, to people, but that's such a great message, you know, tell them now while they're here, you know, why wait? Yeah, don't, you know? don't wait. And, and just remember, you know, it is, it is hard, but do it, do it, you know, do it. Well, while we still had time, I have to ask you about your sanctuary, because I was looking at your videos on your website and people can check this out. It's Lorna Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E.com. And you're building this fabulous fantastic place and you said that uh, archangel michael told you it was going to be there for 300 years yes and i know people are shocked with that and, and i know we need plenty of help as well because you you might see this beautiful big building and, and these grounds but i myself don't have any money it, it's 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 others that have given it have allowed god's message and I would say God's dream for this to happen. Um, and even when I was a child, you know, I held God's hand um, in this big room looking out this enormous window. And I didn't know where it was, you know, or, or anything. And, and then before my husband Joe died, we, we were passing by, you know, just driving down the country I know I have told uh, this story many times and Archangel Michael was standing at these gates with two pillars, not enormous gates, but just, you know, two gates with, with two pillars. And it was like as if the car slowed down and everything. 
and he he just said one day you will live here and and you could see this little roof the far side of the wall and I just remember giving out as well and you know at other times saying that's impossible Joe is too sick to live in a tiny place with the children we wouldn't manage you know and it was skipping the story many, many years later. Um, just some people I met that had red angels in my hair, you know, came over to Ireland and, you know, they just said, we see all the work you're doing. You're helping children and adults, families you're doing and you're teaching, you know, to grow spiritually that love. And they just said, you know, can we add something onto your farmhouse to make it a little bigger and, and all of that? And so we did try, you know, because but we didn't get the planning permission. And, and then one day, you know, my son and daughter and that were looking to see, you know, is there anywhere we could rent, you know, a, a big room or something where I could give a few talks and that. And, they were looking online and one of the girls, just for a bit of fun, she must have been listening to our guardian angel, sent this little video she saw and my son showed it to me and I was shocked because you know what the first thing I saw was that gate and the two pillars. I was dumbfounded, like, you know, I said, oh God, what, what's happening? What's God doing? What's the angels doing? I, I, I don't know. And, and it went down this long little road, windy road. And all of a sudden there was this house there. And um, it was falling asunder, literally. You know, the roofs were falling in, everything. Um, and my son just said, you know, when I send this little video to the people who had said maybe they could build on a little bit onto the farmhouse. And I just laughed and said, yeah, sure. I remember saying, God, what are you up to? This is crazy. What's happening? I was in shock. And my son sent it. And these people bought it as a gift. Because we wouldn't have had the money. And, and they have given some money to, for the repairs. Now, the repairs have been huge. But we still need finance to come in to finish it and so this uh, is ongoing like this project it is it's ongoing because yeah. it, it's to be there for 300 years and, and and it's to help people and to for people of all faiths and none like i i have seen schools coming college students coming i have seen you know shown you know businessmen coming in their suits like you know and suddenly they're told to change and put on wellies you know, <laughs> and, and go out into the garden and, and helping them. Because I, I know business people, they're, they're so connected to, you know, just the business, just the material things that, you know, they're not connected to the earth. They're not, in a sense, really connected to themselves either in, in the way that they should. In, in that way and and then I I do um I see families as well that you know the way you have talked about you know bereavement and sick children and sick moms and dads and and sometimes we just get a call saying 
it's someone's dying wish, can they come? And it's not just the person's dying wish, but the whole family come, <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're, we're, we, we try to help, and I know I have told online, I think, the story about Noah, you know, this young boy who was maybe 11, 12 at the time, and he came to a talk, and when I saw him, I just said, God and the angels, will I go over to him? And I was told no. And the hall fell. So I think there was 750 people there or whatever. And I gave the talk and then questions and answers and, you know, people asking the questions. And, and I was saying, God, what are you up to? That, that child is sitting there and no one has noticed. And then all of a sudden he stands up. And you could have heard a pin drop in the place. Everyone at that moment saw this child because this child was wired up. He had a tube in his neck. He had a special hat with things coming out of it. He had a, a machine beside him. Everybody was so silent. And again, to me, that was a miracle that no one noticed him. How could they not have noticed him? And he just said, Lorna, I don't have a question. And I have to smile at that. He said, he said, I just want to let you know that my guardian angel is my best friend. So that's the name of my children's book. My guardian angel is my best friend. And then he asked, he asked, could I ask God for the gift of life? And all this I could say to him was, I will ask and I will bless you, but that's all I can do. I can only ask on your behalf. But the wonderful thing was he spent a lot of time here in Ireland with us and his family, you can imagine. And um, he had a wonderful time. He got an extra two years and the hospital and he died peacefully when the time came and um, with his mom lying beside him. And, you know, they, the hospitals couldn't understand why this child was still alive because they said his brain was like scrambled egg. But that was the miracle to give him extra time. Wow, uh, that's so beautiful. And that's what you hope to be able to achieve to have more people come to the, the sanctuary. Yes. And they can heal both, you know, physically and, and spiritually, right? Yes, yes, spiritually and physically and and feel that that peace. I love the way that um, Kilfane, the sanctuary, means um, sacred place. We discover that, and I didn't know that. And I suppose to tell the other thing is that, um, you know, God had told me it was in Thomastown. Now my farmhouse is in Thomastown, and um, but Kilfane, the sanctuary, is on the borders of Thomastown. It's actually in Thomastown, you know, County Kilkenny. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. But the world has to play its part. So we we do. I have to say, and, and I hate saying it. Um, we need more miracles of financial support, so so we can help those that need help, and and we can teach and do so much more you know, that is, in a sense, for it to be there still in 300 years' time, and probably more, 
you know, um, it then is a very special place for all faiths and all. I don't care what you believe in. It doesn't matter, you know, in that, in that way. So. Well, what you're doing is so amazing and people can find out about the sanctuary and how they can contribute and become a part of this vision, which I know is going to become reality because I can tell if anyone can do it, you can. You're, you're pushing this forward. <laughs> so it's, it's going to happen and we need it. You know, we need people like you sharing this message and creating places that we can come to for this kind of teaching, this kind of healing. So this is beautiful. And I hope everybody will go and check out the site and see the videos and see what you're doing at lornabyrnebyrne.com. I'll, I'll throw that out again so they, they can get to the website. And, and before you go, can you tell me if, if my angels around, and I, I do feel them, I imagine, although you say they're not really gender, they have really no gender. Sometimes I ma- imagine it's a male, you know, real, real good looking one <laughs> with, curly, with curly dark hair. I mean, I kind of have a vision, but I mean, they're, they're with me now, right? Yes, even though I can't see them on the screen, that rarely happens for me. Um, but yes, your guardian angel is is right there with you and other angels. And, and you have to remember you're doing good work. You know, you're helping to spread the message of, of us to love each other, you know, to care for each other and our planet and to grow spiritually to for that next step of evolution, that intertwining of the human body and the soul. Well, I appreciate you spending all this time with me and talking about angels and all of this. I'm, I'm hopeful. I feel a lot more hopeful now than I did at the start of the conversation. So I have to thank you for that. And people check out uh, Lorna Byrne and what she's up to. If you haven't read Angels in My Hair, there's a new version coming out. Get the old one if you haven't read the old one and all of her other works as well. And thank you so much for spending this time, Lorna. Thank you. And thank you to all of your listeners and everything. And I ask for all the blessings that each and every one needs now and the courage and the strength and for that fear to disappear as well. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of A Guided Life Podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.